of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs>
Check, 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 check. What's that? This is one? Okay. Check, 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 check. Got a Russian friend and a Czech one, too. We're going to get started in just a few minutes here at Mutiny Radio. We're going to get out there and do some comedy on the street. Please remember, this is a no F-bomb zone because we care about the children in our neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're going to come around. We do. I care. I care about the kids, all right? They don't want us. They don't want us to the. They're kids. The kids are important. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this list together, and uh, we're going to be right back with comedy here at MutinyRadio.fm.
All right, we're going to get started with comedy in just a second. Look, real people. Yeah. Real people. The rest are all comedians, and they're not people because comedians have no souls. Uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Oh, I have to turn the light on. There you go. Uh, a lot of people lately have been asking if I'm a Satanist. I don't know if it has to do with this jacket I'm wearing. I'm not, I'm not a Satanist, I'm a witch. <laughs> if I was a Satanist, I'd be much more successful. You know, that's how that works. Uh, we're we're going to get started in just a few minutes. The comedians, yeah, you can move chairs in any way you feel safe. Keep masks on. Um, that's important for, you know, laws and safety. If you're a comedian, uh, try to stay in the light because it helps me take better pictures because I suck at taking pictures. Uh, we want to stay on, like, this side of the wall because this is, like, the audience. Um, because over there, I, I have a permit for this, not for that. And so, I mean, everything I'm trying to do is like, I don't know what the rules are. Does anybody know what the rules are? So we don't even know what the rules are for tonight. I have um, a list of comics that are going to perform. Some are here, not here yet. Um, but what I'm going to have you do, comics, is you're going to, it's kind of like Roshan, but it's a new game you're going to come up and play. And it goes cat, tinfoil, microwave. Right? So cat beats tinfoil and tinfoil beats microwave and microwave beats cat <laughs> every time <laughs> so i'm gonna have you all rosham or cat microwave um to see what the order is going to be uh, in a few seconds we're gonna oh yeah there's a donation bucket up here and um we love donations to mutiny radio because it helps keep the doors open in these crazy COVID times but things are like opening up again hey neighbors Comedy over here, yeah, hey neighbors. We're doing it again, it's good. Comedy, well, good, I mean, uh, I'm not, I mean, I might as well just, I just might as well start warming, warming you up, I suppose. I started with that hot Satanist joke, right? No, I, I really am a witch, I have a, I have a wand in my backpack <laughs> that's, that's real. <laughs> I've completely lost the plot, it's, um, no, I have. I have no idea what's up. I've been having these crazy dreams. I've been talking to my cats. I'm, I feel like a real witch. I've been doing spells in my house. Uh, I, you know, I am a witch. My, my pronouns are us and we. Anybody identify with any other pronouns? No, just me. Us and we, baby. I do. I love my cats so much. Who else loves their cats? Cat people? No, see, that's the thing. You know what makes me angry is all of these cliches about cats, right? Like, there's more than one way to skin a cat. 
Why are you skinning cats? <laughs> What's wrong with you, sociopath? You can. The other one is um. You know, I I could, I could swing a dead cat around and I'd hit. Why are you swinging cats? I just don't know. That, that's the thing about cliche, right? You have to do it over and over and over before people. Let the cat out of the bag. Don't put the cats in the bag. Why are you putting cats in bags? Why? You know, and the other thing, I know it's so sad, but all of these cliches, they come from somewhere, like shit the bed. <laughs> Everyone says that, hey, man, you just shit the bed. Why are we saying this as a thing? Who's been doing that for thousands of years? Was that just a thing? Just everybody pooped in their bed? What's up? I think a lot about poop. Uh, I, I've been eating a lot more healthy, and so I have a lot more um, goothy, girthy poos. And I, I had to go, I had to go to number two the other day, and I sat down, and it came out. I know they like poop too. It came out so big and clean, you guys. I went number six, <laughs> curled right around there. Number six. I know it's it's low low hanging fruit, right? Poop. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do, I, w I wanted to try to go vegan. Any vegans? I'm sure you would have told me by now if you were, but uh, if, for vegans, I've been thinking a lot about vegans because I bake bread. I bake bread like at least three times a week. Any bakers out there? Anyone love Great British Baking Show, all the baking shows? I just love them. I love them. I bake so much bread. And I was thinking, do vegans eat bread? Do, they, they do? Which is crazy because I make bread and what you do is you take the yeast and you make it alive. You feed it, you kind of enslave it to burp and fart and make your bread rise. And then you heat up an oven and you murder entire cultures. <laughs> bread is some Nazi shit, bro. I can't believe the vegans are just fine with this bread eating. Hypocrites. I think, and it's okay, I think a lot. I think a lot about things. Well, I'm trying to, I don't know what I'm trying to do. I've been reading the Bible a lot again. I, I told you I've lost the plot. I'm looking for a new plot. I'm going to old plots. Does, uh, does anybody have a favorite Bible verse? Jesus wept. Uh, that one's a good short one. I have one tattooed. <laughs> I'm, glad you can, I'm glad you could read at such a young age. Did you go to Christian school too? Um, they don't want you to teach you to read because then you'd be a witch. <laughs> the witches can read. So I have a tattoo. Um, it says, don't indulge your ego at the expense of your soul. And that's 2 Peter 2.11. Good one, right? Uh, yeah, that, I, I, it's on my body. I think about it all the time. Another one of my favorite ones is, look at the birds of the sky. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns. And yet your heavenly father takes care of them. Are ye not better than birds? And I'm like, why are we judging birds? Birds are awesome. Birds actually might be better than humans. No? Like, why... Why are we being so judgy about the birds? Uh, my other favorite Bible verse is actually Leviticus 20.12, which is if you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. <laughs> I love to be stoned. <laughs> Can't you figure that out yet? I smoke. <laughs> I smoke an enormous amount of weed. And yeah, uh, where are my potheads? Yeah, yeah, don't be ashamed. It's not illegal, it's totally illegal now. You can like smoke, you can blaze one in front of a cop and they're just like, whoop, San Francisco. Uh, I do smoke so much though. I smoked so much weed. D have you ever 
done this where you smoke so much weed and you forget how your own shower works? <laughs> I've been living in my place for 13 years. I have no idea how to take a shower. It's like Airbnb in your own home. <laughs> this is cat litter doing on the floor. This place is expensive. <laughs> Airbnb. Uh, cats, more cats. Have you ever gone potty in your own cat litter box? Okay, don't do that. <laughs> You're just wasting cat litter. I just wanted to see like how big my bladder really was, and it's just an enormous waste of money, that's all. The toilet's right there. I'm like, I wonder what, the, what it's like to pee in a cat box. Cool. <laughs> these, these kids look like they've peed in a cat box before. Have they ever peed in a cat box? No? I'm, I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I want to take my cat and I want to shave him, and then I want to knit a sweater out of his fur, and then I want to make him wear it. Because <laughs> I'm crazy. I also love, I love cats. None of you love cats. Soulless monsters all. Uh, I know that my cat loves me. Because I was getting finger banged by this guy. Uh, and my cat didn't just sniff his fingers. He licked them. I know, meaning that my cat loves me too. <laughs> Or women really do taste like tuna. <laughs> yeah. Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. <laughs> it's ahi, not albacore. It is dark and purpled with age. I am 36. Ah! I'm 46. Oh my god, I just said I was 36. I just time warped myself. Yay! Is that what you do? You just lie. Is that how I time warp? I just go, I'm 36 now. <laughs> that makes sense. You guys all look so young. This is a young, beautiful audience. I think I have abortions older than most of you. No? You're looking young. My first abortion was in 1995. 26 years ago. 26 years ago. And I only have one regret about that first abortion. And it's I didn't have the kid. Because right now, well, I could be having sex with all of his friends. <laughs> all right, big, I regret it! <laughs> Regrets. Twenty-six year olds. Mm. Right? No? You're not you're not down. Do you watch do you watch World Premier Soccer? Do you like it when they scratch their tummy? Oh. <laughs> you know what I love about soccer, Premier League soccer. Finally, I get to watch hot twenty-three year old men make goals. <laughs> it's like what they do, they literally make goals. It is amazing. I just haven't seen that here. That's good. You guys feel warm? I feel warm. Clap it up for me. Clap it up for yourselves for being here, bundling up. So there's chairs that you can move to any place that makes you feel comfortable and safe and um, distanced, of course. And um, wear your masks if you aren't um, putting something in your face hole. And um, yeah, stay, stay in the front and have a great time. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to call up two comedians. And n some people know who's on the list and some people don't. So this is going to be fun. And then you're going to do, it's, it's like Rochambeau, except it's, we can all do it together. Here we go. It's tinfoil, cat, microwave. Okay? Here we go. Uh, your first two comedians that are going to compete for each other up here on the stage. Mark Neuer and Peter Struckmeyer. Come on up. Come on up, guys. Here we go. Got to look alive. It's, it's, um, this is tinfoil, cat, microwave. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. 
Microwave beats Cat. Mark Neuer's going first. Microwave always beats Cat. Put your hands together for your first comedian of the night. Everybody, the very funny Mark Neuer. Yay! I don't normally put condoms on things this large, but here we are. Does anyone have a lighter? Good. Thanks for the lighter. I don't know why everyone's so concerned with my penis. I don't really get it. And it's a universal statement. It's not just mine. It's also yours and yours and yours and yours, yours. Very concerned. You all are looking at me like I'm lying. I get asked this question constantly. What do you identify as? What, is, what do you identify as? I identify as Mark Neuer. They're like, no, no, no. We mean like your, your orientation. Oh, horizontal, sometimes vertical. If we're getting freaky diagonal, ladies and gentlemen, I f is it the jacket? I didn't even go to college. I just sling dick. I'm the Elon Musk of slinging dick. I just use Tinder to find new clothing. That's all I use Tinder for. Good, good. I love COVID. You guys enjoying COVID? <laughs> it's been so good. It's been so good. Because of our Lord and Savior, Joe Biden, I was able to achieve my childhood dream. I purchased a flashlight. Yeah. They say it doesn't feel like the real thing they're right, it doesn't, still f spectacular, but it does not feel like the real thing. So what I, I, what I did is I went on Craigslist and I bought a used one, <laughs> and it did the trick. I left it at an open mic. All the comedians took their turn. It feels just like my ex-girlfriend. So good, so good. Flashlights are fantastic, saved my life. It's gonna be the name of my book. How I found myself in a fleshlight. Some of you are unaware what a fleshlight is, I can tell. <laughs> is it a flashlight, like a maglite? Like it's a synthetic vagina. It comes in 72 different flavors. I went ahead and purchased the entire lot. Good. I did a lot of cocaine. <laughs> Not today. It's still pouring out of my fucking pores. Oh, there's there's one. I heard it. I heard it too. I, I heard it too. I heard it too. It won't happen again, ladies and gentlemen. It's just the cocaine. I love cigarettes a lot. It's my it's my jam. It really is the cat's pajamas of my life. 
very much enjoy cigarettes. I love them so much. I smoke them so often. I can hawk up loogies that I can chew up for my daily nutrients and calories. My fingers are nicotine stained, so when I run out of cigarettes, I just gum my fingers <laughs> from my fix. There's no food served here, so I don't feel bad. If you, if you hawk anything up, just spit it in my mouth. I won't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> ah! I'm so happy. I live inside of a strip club so that you don't have to. You're welcome. It's my superhero power. You hear that Dr. Dre had an aneurysm? We all found out about it while he was in the hospital. Breaking news, Dr. Dre's in the hospital. He had an aneurysm. He's doing fine. When I have an aneurysm, no one's going to know. <laughs> I live inside of a shutdown strip club in the Tenderloin. It's not like no one's going to know because I'm an unknown comedian that's going nowhere. It's because my mom's not even going to know. I'm just not going to be picking up anymore. I'm going to turn into the carpet of the crazy horse on Market and Six. Gonna be like, is that a cum stain? No, that's a Mark Noyer. <laughs> they look exactly the same, but one just tastes way better. You run out of things to jerk off to. I've been sniffing the lockers. I don't know what to tell you. All I can do is tell you the truth, ladies and gentlemen. Or I could be lying. Who knows? I'm not. I'm not lying. Not at all. But lockers can't meet to me, so it's okay. <laughs> Give a round of applause for Joe Biden, ladies and gentlemen. He's in office. We won, right? Flint, Michigan. <laughs> Nothing's going to change, ladies and gentlemen, and we're all going to die. I hope you had a great night. I hope you continue to have a great night. Make it loud for yourselves and all the comedians coming up. My name is Mark Noyer. Make it loud for Pam Benjamin. God bless Mark Noyer. Yay! So comedians, when you hear the horn, that means you have a minute, just so you know. <laughs> the clown horn. Um, and I brought chairs out, more chairs, and if you see a chair, or if anyone needs a chair, you can like flag me down and I'll get your chair. There's a chair there, we can move it wherever you feel safe, unless you like standing. Some people like to stand. I don't know, it's whatever you feel. How do you feel? You like to stand? Okay, I do too. Good. I feel like we're getting to know each other. Hey, here's a pro tip. Um, this might help Mark Neuer. If you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. <laughs> I learned that from a 15-year-old. Don't ask how. <laughs> the majority of my major life decisions are made with a magic eight ball. And not the magic eight ball you're thinking of, like the one that you actually shake or that you have an app on your phone. That's just what I've been going with. The fates of the universe are smiling. Let's see who's gonna, let's see who the fates smile on next. Remember, it's tinfoil, cat, microwave. So the next two comedians, we're gonna bring Peter Struckmeyer back up and Will Brown! Who's it gonna be? Uh, it's a gays against each other. Gay v. gay! This is, <laughs> it's a hate crime only to the cat. Okay, here we go. And, what? Yeah, I know. No one. Every. Okay, I'm not gonna make a joke about that. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. 
Okay, they both did microwave. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. Uh, that's scissors. It's cat. Okay, so they both did cat again. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. Okay, um, tinfoil beats microwave. Feeder struck by her sit down right now. Will Brown. Yay. Baggies are in here. I'll honk okay. you. Yay. Everybody clap for Will Brown. Yay. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Pam is like the alcoholic mom that I wish I had had because I would be funnier. If she'd been my mom, I would tell better jokes. It's sad but true. I'm s I haven't been to a lot of comedy shows lately. I don't know about you guys, but because I'm gay and I've been going to a lot of gym reopenings. <laughs> um, it's important in the gay community. It's, it's kind of like gay church. Uh, but with the gym reopenings now, you have to make an appointment to go to the gym, so it's more like confession, I guess. Uh, bless me, trainer, for I have sinned. It's been eight months since my last workout. Uh, COVID ruined everything, my body included. Uh, okay, well, since I got that out of the way, it's been, has anybody been spending more time at home lately? Okay, me too, me too. I started working from home for the first time in my life. I didn't know that I would, I, I used to hope for that, but mm, not anymore. I'm starting to feel like a caged animal in my house. It's, uh, I've been doing crazy stuff. Like, you know, this nice lady that lives next door to me, I see her in the hallway, we say hi, that's about it. Uh, but for some reason, whenever she flushes her toilet, I started running over and flushing mine at the same time, and I don't really know, I didn't understand it. I think it's just like when you're in solitary confinement, you just like bang your head against the wall. Like, I just need somebody to know that I'm here. <laughs> I'm here trapped in my apartment, working on Zoom. It's terrible, I hate it. But it's, so it's good to get back out. San Francisco is opening back up. That's very good, I'm happy about it. Uh, me and Henry, uh, we actually got out of the house. We went all the way to San Luis Obispo a couple weekends ago. That was nice. And we drove past a lot of, like, you know, s strip malls, you know, where they have, like, all the signs with all the stores listed up. And I found my new favorite store. Uh, it's called Michael's Dick's Target. <laughs> have you guys been to Michael's Dick's Target? <laughs> I was like, I want to be Michael's Dick's Target. I actually, I have been Michael's Dick's Target a couple of times. It's everything I like. It's like sporting goods and craft supplies and home furnishings. It's great. I love it. But we are our main destination going to, has, has anybody been to the Madonna Inn in San Luis Obispo? So great, you know, we're gay. We're like, okay, we're gonna go. We can't afford to stay there. It's real expensive. <laughs> they have all these different themed rooms and whatnot. But we're like, okay, we're gonna go hit their brunch, right? We're gonna go hit their brunch. It's gonna be great. We're gonna get a like material girl omelet and a like a virgin casserole or something. We didn't know what to expect. It's not about Madonna. It's all, it's a big lie. Um, but they did have a drag brunch, so we showed up for drag brunch. Has anybody heard of drag brunches? They it's like drag queens wait on you. The hostess is a drag queen. 
So we walk in. Our host, our 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 waitress was ju looked just like Rihanna. I was amazed. She's like she's got that hair snatched back. She's got like it's not like a forehead. It's like a five head or a six head, um, and big fake eyelashes. And I was like, girl, you're so beautiful. You look just like you just just like Rihanna. I'm, it's really impressive. And she was super sassy, which is what you go to drag brunch for for the drag queens to sass you. And she was like, all right, honeys, it was uh, bottomless mimosas until you two bottoms rolled in. <laughs> She's like, yells to everybody, bottomless mimosas is over now. Look at these two gays coming. I was like, I am a top girl. She's like, your boyfriend's not. I'm like, I know, I like it that way. Um, she starts waiting on us. She's like, uh, and I'm like, oh my God, how did you get your eyelashes that big? And she said, oh, these aren't eyelashes. These are my Cumberellas, Ellas, Ellas. She's like, protects my eye makeup when the gentlemen's come on this big ass forehead, <laughs> okay? <laughs> we had a good time in San Luis Obispo. Um, let's see, I love drag queens. Does anybody watch RuPaul's Drag Race? Any fans? Okay, maybe a couple people. But I mean, even if you don't love RuPaul Drag Race, you have to love the drag names. Some of them are hilarious. I started adopting the drag persona, a different drag persona, every time I go out and do a chore, because compared to my life, it's so boring compared to these fabulous drag queens. You know, me and Henry like to host uh, gay get-togethers every now and then in our apartment. And you know, so, you know, I don't do it, but some of my friends like, you know, drugs. They like drugs. And so I was like, okay, that's on my to-do list today. It, this isn't my set list, comedians. This is a to-do list. And I was like, okay, what do I gotta do today? I gotta go get some drugs. I had to go hang out in front of Pam Benjamin's apartment in the Tenderloin, <laughs> try to score some drugs. <laughs> and uh, I did it as the drag queen Tina Burner. <laughs> Because big wheels keep on turning, proud Mary keep on burning. We need to roll it, roll it, rolling on some ecstasy. And I need a toot, 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 toot. Can I get a toot, 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 toot? Yeah, if Peter Struckmar is coming up here next, you guys are gonna be like, gosh darn, I thought this was a comedy show, not a musical theater camp for gays. Sorry, he's gonna sing too. I can tell you right now. Okay, uh, uh, I had uh, also on my to-do list, uh, I just recently moved into a new apartment, well, a year ago <laughs> when I wrote this joke, uh, and it started leaking in the bathroom. This bathroom above was leaking, and I needed to talk to the apartment manager about that, obviously, and I did that as the drag queen uh, Karen Snowden. I needed to channel my inner Karen and complain about the leak of information or water, whatever. <laughs> okay, last drag queen joke. Uh, I needed to cut my hair, because you know it's kind of scary going to the hairdresser, but not, uh, it's getting better. Uh, but I also, you know, wearing your mask, you want to practice smiling with your eyes. Anybody else been practicing smiling with your eyes? So I figured I could kill two birds with one stone, cut my bangs, and practice smiling in the mirror, and I did it as the drag queen Tyra D's bangs. <laughs> <laughs> She's the one that taught us everyone how to smize. Tyra. Okay, I think I'm done. Thank you guys so much for coming out. This has been super fun. <laughs> Clap it up.
Yay, Will Brown, hooray! I love Will Brown. Like, so it's weird, you know, like I hate the male gaze, like when they, but I love the male gaze, right? Because they can give you a compliment on your shoes without being creepy. I like those guys. It's the different, you know, it's a spelling joke. It's good. A lot of people say I look like Katherine Keener if she had a serious problem with cocaine. <laughs> and to that I say, I don't look like Katherine Keener. <laughs> Also, I can't afford cocaine. I'm not Katherine Keener. Come on. All right. Next up to Rosham on the cat train here. Oh, do you guys, does this little group, do you want some chairs or anything? I can give you chairs and you can distance over there. Are you okay? You're okay. You're okay. Okay, good. Well, that's good. You can laugh and that's good. I'm glad you're all here. Cool. All right. Your next two comedians, they're going to do the little cat game is uh, Shelby Wilson and Peter Struckmeyer. All right, so remember, everybody, it's tinfoil, cat, microwave. Cat beats tinfoil, tinfoil beats microwave, microwave beats cat. Here we go. It's not personal. Whatever happens, whatever happens, whatever happens. Here we go. One, two, three. Oh, wait. Uh, you lose. You beat you win. Everybody, it's finally his turn. Put your hands together, everybody, for Peter Struckmeyer. Yay! Oh my god, it's my lucky moment. Oh, I was just gonna take your condom off and put mine on. Is that okay? Okay. Fight. Just like the old days. One more time for Pam Benjamin, everyone. You know, Pam met, asked us earlier if any of us know any Bible verses. Uh, I don't, despite being raised Catholic and having watched a little too much Madonna. But um, the reason I don't know any Bible verses is because in college I used to play the Bible drinking game. Has anyone here played that before? Uh, the rules are you drink every time a pronoun is weirdly capitalized. And you drink every time they say firmament. So in Genesis 1... All the sentences are talking about God, a.k.a. he, and whatever a firmament is over and over again. So I have not gotten past page one of the Bible before getting blackout drunk, is what I'm admitting to all of you. Uh, Will was talking about drag queens. Actually, the last thing I did in the or prior to the pandemic was I was in Miami, trendsetter, before all the gays started doing it in 2021, and I was at drag brunch. I was at a lovely drag brunch, and there was a drag queen who did a cartwheel, and she karate chop kicked a plate of fried chicken in half. And I think that was the butterfly effect that caused coronavirus. <laughs> I've had a really fun day. My gay ass paid my taxes today. Oh, uh, when I said I wanted to get clobbered in the ass, this wasn't what I meant. <laughs> Serious question, though. When are we going to go after TurboTax for gaslighting all of us into paying much more than we're supposed to? Like, this is what they do. They trick you. Okay, it's like a marathon to fill out your taxes on TurboTax. And 
they lull you into this false sense of security that like, hmm, federal return, looking pretty good. You're going to get a lot of money back this year until you don't. Because in this tax marathon, mile 25, that's when they go in for the kill. That's when you're like one click away from being done, and they're like, are you a California resident who got ordinary dividends that require a capital gain to be recognized on your income interest? And you're like, no, but I'm a Gryffindor. <laughs> My dividends aren't ordinary, they're extraordinary, like Harry Potter. So yeah, like you get a couple of questions like that at the very end, and then suddenly you're like, maybe I did buy a horse in 2020? <laughs> like, that sounds like something I do. I did a lot of online shopping and fight off the pandy blues. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, I lost money today, and I still have not had sex. Make some noise if you also have not had sex this entire pandemic. Oh, come on! <laughs> you whores! Shame on you! What, did it seem like it was six feet apart when you were having your tongues down each other's throat? Like, the CDC is like, be alert, be vigilant, and all of you are like, Ugh. Yeah, no, um, I need a man in case that wasn't clear. <laughs> I don't even, like, like, I don't even need to get laid. I just need to be around more gay people. Uh, my, my, my therapist, <clears throat> I'm a millennial, I'm in therapy. My therapist told me, actually, that I need to look up gay groups. Like, I need to join, like, online meetups and stuff. Yeah, think about what comes up on Google when you search gay groups. <laughs> It is not people who are into sourdough starter. <laughs> All right. Sourdough bread, that is not what they are trying to be shoving in the oven. Let's just put it that way. So, yeah, I don't recommend doing that search. And I also don't recommend you search it on Craigslist. <laughs> I just found, like, a few too many men who wanted to, like, tickle me and pretend to be my teacher. I want to go gay clubbing again. I want to bring all of you with me to the gay club. How about that? I like. I know it's comedy, so we have a lot of straight men here. But like, I'm here to tell you that the gay club is actually a very good place for straight men to pick up women. This is a known fact. Was that my light, or were you agreeing with me? Oh, OK. Uh, all right. Um, but no, like, it's a great place for you to, to, to pick up women because straight men, like, there just w wasn't enough settings for you to dominate. <laughs> I had this recent, or not recently, but a couple of years ago, I brought a straight friend of mine to the gay bar, and he started making out with someone before I did, <laughs> which is more of a reflection of me now that I've heard that out loud. But uh, no, we were in Mexico City, and he didn't speak Spanish. So not only did I not get laid, I got to translate. <laughs> he was like, tell her about my penis. <laughs> Muy grande, como un burrito. 
And he just had like a few things getting lost in translation. Like at one point he was like, I think she's a lawyer. I'm like, she's in trouble with the law. She's not asking how big you are. She wants to know how big a legal fee you charge for counseling. <laughs> All right, I'm Peter Struckway. That was my time. Thank you, everyone. Peter Struckmeyer, everyone. Yay. Oh, my gosh. Talking about dicks there at the end. <sighs> like a professional. I'm going to just get intimate with you guys for a moment. I have a fetish. Um, I really like uncircumcised guys because uh, I want to pull up their dick and I want to pull their foreskin up over their dick. And I want to put whiskey in their foreskin because <laughs> I want whiskey dick for real. <laughs> Can I finally get what I want? It's twofold. <laughs> One, I'm an alcoholic and I like new sexy ways to drink whiskey. And um, two boys are gross, and you have to clean out all that schmegma. <laughs> all right, next two up. Next two to do the Rosham game with the cats and the dead cats. Shelby Wilson and Tamok Silva, come up to the front. You're going to fight. Is it going to be cat, tinfoil, microwave? Here we go. One, two, three. You... Oh, a cat beats tinfoil. That's it. There we go, everybody. Put your hands together for your next comedian. She's a lady. Uh, she's really funny. You're going to love her. Clap your hands together for Shelby Wilson. Yay! <laughs> all right, go, go, go. We get it. You guys have to pee, all right? Show. How you guys doing? This is great. This is an awesome crowd. Thank you guys so much for coming out on a Friday. I'm sure you had a lot of other competing plans. Right? Um, I'm still paying attention to GameStop in the news. Anyone else still following GameStop? I'm waiting for the right moment to reach out to all the gamer Reddit nerds I turned down in college and let them know that I've had feelings for them all along. Yeah. Don't short my emotions. It's real. Um, you know, can we do what we did with, like, I hadn't heard of GameStop in a couple of years. And then we resurrected it, right, to make money. Can we do that with Borders? Because I have, like, $35 from 2005. Who knows what that's worth now if we can bring it back? Can we please bring it back? I'm a white girl. I would marry for money, absolutely. But there's some white girl shit that I'm not totally in tune with. Like, I don't agree with. I hate yoga. I hate yoga. Don't tell me how to breathe. How about inhale? Exhale. I always get it wrong. I, it's always demeaning feeling. Why? Like there are much more critical situations where how you breathe is really important, like a snorkel. Or when your friends pass around the first line of coke at a party, you don't want to accidentally exhale in that situation. <laughs> it's so much more critical than a yoga class. Becky, don't tell me how to breathe. I did grow up in Orange County, California, so I care about how I look, you know. I do. Everybody does. You guys all care about how you look a little bit, right? I do. Uh, I do, and my dad was very accommodating, even though he was an unstable guy. Like, all my friends got nose jobs, and I was like, Dad, please. And he was like, okay, so he gave me a nose jab. <laughs> it kind of did the same thing, and he saved a lot of money. Can't hate the man, honestly. 
No, but it's nice being like a grown woman because I have a job now. Like I have my own job. I have my own money. Like I don't need an eating disorder to have Coke chic. I can buy Coke. <laughs> it's fantastic. I can have it all. I can finally have it all. No, definitely proud a little bit. Like, is anyone going to get the vaccine? Yeah, awesome. My grandma is not because she read on Facebook it would make you infertile. She is 86 years old. God, throw in the towel, Grandma. Save some for the rest of us. How about? She's very proud. I actually just found out that she was 86 this last Christmas because I was always told my grandma was 40 years old. Right? It's that flattering thing you do with certain aunts and whatever. Like, you never know their real age. Like, remember, Aunt Margie is 40 years old. I want to ride that wave till the end. Like, I was 25 last year, but I think I peaked then. So my grandkids, remember, your grandma is 25 years old. <laughs> Don't ask questions, all right? Don't be rude. Save them till when we get back in the sedan. Don't be rude. All right. Although, speaking of my pride, um, you know, I uh, went through an experience recently. I went to Wyoming. Wyoming, you ask? <laughs> there are certain moments in a young woman's life that she needs to push the boundaries, and I set a personal record for a dick appointment. I traveled across state lines. <laughs> I did. I got on a plane in a pandemic. That is some Hall of Fame shit for a dick appointment, ladies and gentlemen. There's a plaque with my name on it in Oakland Airport. I had to show up, but like my pride was damaged because I had to show up to the airport in snow boots. <laughs> I had to put on snow boots in Oakland, California and clomp my way over to the airport. I checked my pride and my dignity and proceeded to security flopping along the marble floors. If it, thank God for a pandemic, because it took me five minutes to get those off in line at security. I would have been removed from the airport for taking that much time in any other circumstances. Thankfully, a flight attendant saw me. She gave me one look. She's like, oh, she's only doing this for a dick. Come on to the front, baby. <laughs> Come on and take your time, all right? You got somewhere to be. I was so nervous, though. Like, I, I'd never been so nervous. I used to fly with Coke. Not like Coca-Cola, the liquid, like cocaine. They're both equally not allowed on airplanes. <laughs> but I'd never been so nervous as I'd been with these fucking snow boots on. Sorry, Pam. Sorry. I was so nervous, and my gate was gate 29. And all I saw was 28 and 30. And I was just going to rush the wall in between them like nine and three quarters. I didn't want to stop. I just needed to get on that plane. It did take about like not even 30 seconds for me to get to my gate before some tool with a guitar as his personal item <laughs> to hit on me. Like, dude, we get it. You paid to check your carry-on so you could look really cool on the plane with a guitar. How about check your privilege? <laughs> because some of us flew basic economy for a dick appointment in Wyoming. I'm wearing snow boots because they wouldn't fit in my carry-on. <laughs> Leave me alone. Don't ask me where I'm sitting on the plane. You better be three aisles back with no one in between us. It's COVID. I need space. Uh, I get mistaken for a lesbian a lot, surprisingly, for chasing dick across the country. <laughs> I'll just let that one hang because I'm going to finish with this one. So <laughs> um, I do spend a solid amount of time on Pornhub, right? They had their Valentine's Day special. It was free. It was all free. Like, that's a great deal. How can you pass that up? But I was getting really frustrated because I'm not a lesbian, right? Sexuality is not a choice. This life sucks dick for me. 
Maybe in the next life, I'll get reincarnated as a lesbian dream state. Like if Portia and Ellen have that love baby, that's me. <laughs> I would look exactly the same in my second life. Anyways, I'm on Pornhub, and I'm seeing all these ads for hot singles in my area, and they're all female. Can I get one hot male single in my area? Can I just get like a hot craft single? I would love a grilled cheese. <laughs> my name is Shelby Wilson. Thank you. Thank you, Pam. I'll see you guys around. Shelby Wilson on fire! That's what happens when you have a dick appointment and get it done, pop it. So many months, darling. Every, every day is like that for me because I'm going through menopause. <laughs> anyway, anyone else? Every day is like, I'm on fire! I'm sweating. It's a, it's a hot flash joke. It's not. <laughs> if men went through menopause, and isn't that ironic, it's called menopause and they'll never do it. <laughs> but they, they pause, uh, on, they're like, don't pause it on me anymore. But if men were going through menopause, on every corner there would be like air conditioning stations. Things would be completely different. Sorry, I'm, now I'm just complaining. Oh, it's hard to be a lady. My eggs are screaming though right now. They're like, do something. Are you really not going to do anything with us your entire life? What is the point of our... Do you have any value as a person in the world? I'm sorry, now I got esoteric. I got, I got a little bit too existential. Had uh, value and worth everybody was doing. I've been I've been really worried because um, I'm not I'm not a shaver. It's just not a thing I do. Not just because I'm a feminist, just because I'm lazy. Um, but I tried to like clean up the crash site a little bit. But I don't I don't watch porn, so I didn't. I don't have a Pornhub account. I don't watch porn. I I didn't. I have no idea how to quaff the area at all. So I'm like I get. And old, my razor's like a year and a half old, right? And I'm in the shower and I haven't used it. Like, I have so much pubic hair, it's like I'm wearing a hair skirt. But so I'm getting, I'm getting in there and I'm trying to, and it's just, it's not even and I can't see because I'm blind because I'm getting old. And I'm asking my cats, like, have I shaved myself straight? And they're like, meow. And I'm like, you are no help. You don't pay rent. You don't do dishes. You can't tell me how to shave my pussy. I thought you were cats. But so I start like getting in there and I'm doing all the, I'm trying and I, I didn't, I don't know what to do. And so I kind of went from the top and I realized I have a bald spot. So I had to keep going. So I just had to keep going. And then like it all just disappeared. Uh, and that's terrible because um, I finally realized the purpose of pubic hair and it's to focus the pee into the toilet. That's it. That's the only reason it exists cool i'm sorry this is getting is this getting too intimate for all of us <laughs> is it is it less funny and more therapy uh the next two comedians that are gonna roast him matt gubser and damian montes yes you're gonna roast him cat mike microwave tinfoil right does everybody know the rules here we go one two three Microwave beats cat. Matt Gubster, everyone, you're in for a super treat. He's a huge headliner. He's amazing. Um, there's um, baggies, and um, Matt Gubster. He's seriously, he's he's super funny. And you can catch him tomorrow at Atlas Cafe, and he does different sets all the time because he's a boss. He's been doing this for like 20 years or something. And he's just like he's just like the Jesus of comedy. Okay, everybody, Matt Gubster, yay! Twenty years makes it sound worse than it already is. <laughs> All right, how are you guys doing?
don't know if you guys are following the news this week. Uh, Mr. Potato Head lost his gender. <laughs> and Dr. Seuss cancels it. it. It's been a rough week for stuff no one has thought about for 25 years. <laughs> like, I don't know why this is. How, you guys are probably too young to remember this, but the first Mr. Potato Head uh, was actually penis shaped. Like it wasn't a potato, it came in the shape of a penis and then you would take your own potato and put it on top of the penis. <laughs> and that's how you knew it was a Mr. Potato. Mrs. Potato Head was a vulva. <laughs> there was just a blank spot, you grab your own potato, you put it in there for a clit. Like, the, you, look, that's how my generation learned about sex. We didn't have Pornhub. There was no internet, we just played with potatoes. <laughs> this is a lot of, sounds like static, it's just protection. <laughs> uh, this is very uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, I used to live in San Francisco. I uh, moved out to the Burbs a few years ago because I gave up, <laughs> just. It's an expensive place. <laughs> it's a very expensive. I miss living in San Francisco, though, because, uh, you know, there's so much happening in San Francisco. And I'm a pretty boring person, so it's always fun to be where things are happening. Uh, did you guys know you can impress other boring people just by replacing your entire personality with the name of the city you live in? <laughs> it's pretty great. People would be like, oh, San Francisco, the art and the culture and the food. And they'd be like, yeah, I'm pretty interesting. <laughs> But now I live in a town where nothing is happening and I'm not doing anything there, so I'm just part of the problem. I look around, I'm like, there's nothing going on here. I deserve this. <laughs> this feels right. Uh, I've been hanging out a lot at this place by my house. Uh, it's pretty cool. Some of you guys might have heard of it. It's called Grocery Outlet Bargain Market. Yeah. See, before I ever went in there, I used to think Grocery Outlet was like a dollar store. Grocery outlet is not a dollar store. Like, because in a dollar store, everything in there is made as cheap as possible on purpose. You're like, how is this toothpaste a dollar? Oh, it has lead in it? That makes sense. <laughs> grocery, grocery outlet is the opposite of that. Grocery outlet is full of products where people tried their hardest. They quit their jobs, they borrowed money from their parents, they worked out of their garages for like two years, and they merged into daylight in the first time of forever, and they're like, hey world, Look what I made. What do you think about this? And the world's like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> and then all those products end up at Grocery Outlet. <laughs> These are all actual things I found at Grocery Outlet. Uh, organic creme brulee flavored potato chips. <laughs> that was real. That was a real thing. Uh, one time I found Swiss cheese with chocolate chips in it. They get that sweet, savory, all-in-one package. <laughs> Beet puffs. Beet puffs, which are like Cheetos, but instead of cheese, beets. <laughs> I've never been to a place where I had to read labels more carefully than Grocery Outlet. <laughs> like one, one time I bought what I thought was a can of coffee there. Uh, it was not a can of coffee. It was an energy drink that was half coffee and half orange juice. And my brain didn't recognize that that's what it said on the label because those words have never been put together in that order before. <laughs> but somebody did that on purpose. Somebody was like, guys, I need you to sit down for this. I have a great idea. You know how some people like to drink coffee in the morning? But other people like to drink orange juice in the morning. 
let's make a product for none of those people. <laughs> and that's the sad part about Grocery Outlet. Every product in that store resulted in someone losing their job. <laughs> Bob, we'd really like to thank you for all your hard work on chicken and waffle Cheerios. <laughs> I think we're going to go in another, another direction. Security will show you out. <laughs> Good luck out there. One thing Grocery Outlet has taught me, though, is how to live in the moment, and not just because of the produce. <laughs> like, you can only buy strawberries at Grocery Outlet if you plan on eating them at the w on the way home. Just that's, like, if you get to the register and there are more than three people ahead of you in line, put them back. They're not going to make it. <laughs> but there are times when you go in there and you find some weird, amazing thing that you didn't know you needed. And uh, when that happens, you're faced with a choice. Because you realize you might be looking at the last batch of that product in the world. <laughs> you're like, man, do I really need to buy three cases of this thing? This could be my last shot. <laughs> but like, then again, this grocery gallery, like, it's made it this far. Because <laughs> I have walked out of there with the cart full of just like 20 of the same thing. And people ask me, like, oh, this must be good. I'm like, it's 90% off. Who gives a shit? <laughs> like, Nothing tastes as good as 90% off feels. <laughs> this entire cart is $9. <laughs> I live in the burbs now. That's what passes for excitement in my life. <laughs> so did we ever figure out any favorite Bible verses? Was that a thing? Is that I don't know where, where we left off on that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I uh, I got a dog recently. Do we have any dog? You, you, this is San Francisco. You're all legally required to be dog people. I know. I know the rules. Um, I grew up sort of rural, so like I didn't. I'd had dogs before. I had dogs growing up, but I had never walked a dog. Like as a kid, like if you're out with the dog and the dog takes a shit, you're like, yeah, we're in a field. That's what you're supposed to do in a field. Like I could shit in this field, and it's not a big deal. <laughs> Uh, it's a little bit different in the city. What they don't tell you is when you adopt a dog in the city, you also adopt every other person who also has a dog in that city. And you have to pretend to be friends with those people whenever you see each other in public for no goddamn reason whatsoever. Like every morning I'm out walking my dog, I see other people walking their dogs. You can tell from like 50 yards away, you're like, ah, we're going to talk. And then you get up close, you're like, oh, hey, look at that. We both got things on ropes. <laughs> what kind of thing is your thing? Mine is a different thing. Is your thing nice? Mine is sometimes. We'll see. <laughs> this is fun. We have poop in our hands. <laughs> my, dog, my dog's a big dog. She weighs about 120 pounds. She's a big livestock guardian. Uh, but I'm a pretty big guy. So like from a, from a block away, we look like a normal-sized man and their normal-sized dog who just keep getting bigger. <laughs> like, oh, there's a regular thing coming towards us. They should be here right now. They're still growing. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> she, looks, uh, she looks like a Labrador until we get up close, and then people are like, did she eat a Labrador on the way here? Uh, that's what everyone assumes she is, a Labrador, except homeless people who always know exactly what she is. Like, everybody else in the world is like, that a Labrador? Like, four different homeless people have been. That's an Anatolian shepherd. I'm like. I didn't even know what that was six months ago, but good for you. <laughs> That's excellent use of library time, sir. 
<laughs> Glad someone is still reading. Sorry. Not that sorry. We're all going to die anyways. I don't know why we're doing this. <laughs> um, I have children. They are dumb. <laughs> Which is my fault. I mean, like when you don't have kids and you see other people's children, you're like, those kids are idiots. But when you have your own children, you're like, these kids are idiots. I did that. I, I made these idiots. I mean, I mean, you can't even get mad for your, ki your kids for being dumb, because it's, it's your fault, and plus they just got here. Like, they don't know how anything works. Like, you didn't know where everything was your first day at a new job. If you're a kid, every day is your first day at a new job. Like, think of the stupidest adults you know, and then subtract like 20 years of acquired life experience, and that's a kid. <laughs> My, uh, my oldest kid was going to school in New York for a little while. Uh, I was a little bit worried about her, just because, like I said, she is dumb. Uh, not, not extra dumb, like she got into college okay, but she's, she was 19. She didn't know anything. She didn't grow up in big cities. Uh, and then moved to New York. I was a little bit worried about her. Uh, I remember talking to her right after she moved out there. I was like, how do you like New York, honey? You been able to you know, explore the city at all? You know, look around the neighborhood? Uh, and she goes, yeah, Dad. I was walking around yesterday, and I met this guy, and he bought me pizza, and then he showed me around New York. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's my fault, I guess. Because <laughs> I know we definitely went over not taking candy from strangers when you were little. I know we covered not taking alcohol from strangers when you got older. I probably just skipped right over pizza from strangers. So that one's on me. You just weren't raised right. She goes, relax, Dad. He wasn't a stranger. By the time we had lunch, we were basically friends. It's <laughs> like, honey, that is adorable. But you were not friends. It's like I was trying to sleep with you. She goes, gross, Dad. He was 35. <laughs> yeah, that guy was definitely trying to sleep with you. <laughs> Did he tell you you were an old soul? <laughs> That is my least favorite part about having daughters, is just having to explain men to them. <laughs> like, I know that not all men are bad, uh, but I would also never trust any man who said that. Uh, <laughs> having to explain men to your daughters is like having to tell them that Santa's not real all over again. <laughs> Honey, remember when you were little and we told you there was this man who used to come into our house and just leave you presents all the time because he was so nice? That's not true. That guy was trying to sleep with you. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Yay! You're amazing. Matt Gubser, he's amazing! Yay! Yeah, there's a potty in there. Um, yeah, there is a potty inside. There's also um, this little jar up here. Um, we always love donations because um, it's free show, but keeping paying rent during COVID. Ha! <laughs> it doesn't stop. Yay! Can't stop, won't stop. Pay the man can't afford to get it. I never did ta fake tanning anyway. Does anybody fake tan? Anybody like to rhyme? Anyone else a poet? Good. Uh, why can't Californians have guns? Why? Because they're always triggered. <laughs> waka, waka, waka! <laughs> 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 
All right, the next two comics that are going to Rosham here for the jokes. Tamok Silva and Damian Montez, get up here. Cat tinfoil microwave. Cat beats tinfoil. Tinfoil beats microwave. Microwave beats cat. Here we go. One, two, three. Cat beats tinfoil. Everybody, Tamok Silva. Yay. I'll take this, and then uh, ooh, you'll hear the horn. Give it up for Pan. What the heck? Take off your mask. Throw it up in the helicopter. I can breathe. I got a tan mask and shit. I wish I could write my material in my, my mask so I won't forget my stuff. How you guys doing? This is a good show. We have gays, women. This is, this is good. This is great. Yeah, we need more female comedians. I love, you know, funny is funny, you know. Like, I love Lisa Lampanelli. I love Roseanne. Oh, who's another female I love? I love uh, Carrot Top. That's a funny girl. She's hella fun. <laughs> Can I say that bitch is funny? Ooh, that's too loud. I guess not. Cool. I'm going to give you guys a choice. Do you guys want to hear a birthday slash grandma story or a plan B story? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. M make some noise for grandma. Make some noise for Plan B. I don't know why I was pointing to the ladies, like Plan B ladies? Oh, no. <laughs> okay, grandma's story. Oh, I keep doing that. I know. All right, so I don't like celebrating my birthdays. I really just don't. Like, it's cool if you do. Like, I I really don't. Like, I like I, it's okay. Like, I'm, I'm thankful that I was born and all that stuff. But my mom's a drunk. So every fucking birthday... Every fucking cake she gets, she always misspells my name, and she always gives me rum cake. So, I was like, fuck. I hate my birthday. And, and my grandmother, she she drink once in a while, but she's not a drunk. She'll just, you know, it's Sunday or whatever. Right? She gets whatever, right? And um, for my birthday, she always, this kind of creeps me out, but it, it, it's, all right. So my grandma always tells me, you know, when I had my first kid, I had a miscarriage. I was like, wow. And this is the first time I'm hearing the story. I was like, wow, I'm sorry, Grandma. I didn't know. This is fucking weird. I'm eating my rum cake, and you're talking about fucking you had a miscarriage, right? And I was like, oh, okay, Grandma. And she's like, hey, you know, his birthday was May 13th. I was like, oh, that's my birthday. <laughs> it's fucking weird, Grandma. Can I get some money, though? What the fuck? It's my birthday. I don't know why I'm telling you these stories, but it's just weird. Like, your grandma always tells you you're the reincarnation of my fucking miscarriage. I'm like, this is so fucking weird, grandma. I love you, but the fuck? I'm at Home Depot, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> I'm going to tell you the Plan B story. I remember the first time I went raw. Do you guys remember the first time you guys went raw? I was 13 years old when I went raw. I lost my virginity when I was 12 years old. My choice, my choice, my choice. It was my choice, okay? She was a lovely woman. She was 17. I was like, yeah, this is fucking crazy. I, I don't know. I was I don't know. I was just lucky. I prayed to the heavens. I don't know who the fuck you want to pray to, but I was like, yes. I'm a straight guy. I know what the fuck I like. You know, he knows what he likes. I know what the fuck I like. I like the line. He likes the, oh, this, no disrespect, zigzags. You remind me of Tiger King, too, but I don't know why I wanted to say that. <laughs> he was singing because Tiger King can sing to me. Yeah. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here, you fucker. I can't hit him because I'll be a hate crime or something. <laughs> I thought it was Tiger King. Okay, no. Oh, yeah, it was.
plan B. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. I remember. I just. Just, it was my first time not wearing a condom, so I was like, oh, shit, and she laid down. Well, first, massage. I love getting a massage. I feel like I'm a king when I'm having sex. You got to give me a massage and shit and just, you know, kiss and I, fuck or whatever, right? And I went in, and it felt so good. You're like, oh. And it was funny. Pam was talking about uncircumcised dick. I was like, that's me. <laughs> that's how I know. This is a theory, but you could test it out if you want to, if, you have, if you're uncircumcised, only the rares. You could tell if your partner has good vagina or ass, whatever. <laughs> if my if my dick peels back the the foreskin, that means your shit is tight and it's good. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you guys want to understand? You guys want to understand my pain? Okay. So I went in. I'm fucking her, and we're having a good time. And I bust the fucking nut of the nuts. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, you know, like you got. Fuck, I went like super sane. Like, ah! And I, she's like, we got to get Plan B. I was like, well, fuck, all right, fine. Fuck it, 50 bucks, right? I'm fucking young. I don't have 50 bucks, right? I had to go through my piggy bank and shit. I had to, we had, I had to get the quarter rolls and shit, get everything together. We got the plan B. She took it, right? And she called me, and, you know, it took a couple of weeks, and we found out she wasn't pregnant. I was happy, right? You know, you, this is back in the day, Mac Dre. I was dancing like, yeah, she ain't fucking pregnant, right? <laughs> I hate this. I want to come to you guys because you guys are cool, but I, I'll just come up more, I guess. I don't know. And I was like, fuck, I need that 50 bucks back. I need that shit. I got to pay my Metro bill and shit. I need that 50, right? <laughs> so I still had the box, right? And I got a fucking little uh, little mint. Oh, sorry, Pam. <laughs> I feel like my mom's here. Stop cussing. No, I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm telling my plan B story. So I had a little mint. Put it inside back the box, right, with the tinfoil, right? I had to get, like, I had to, like, lick it, like, the, the tinfoil. Just, I was trying to rub alcohol, just something, like, burn it. The girl told me that the girl I was had sex with, she's like, burn it so it will stick together. I was like, are you a crackhead or something? Like, I don't know. So it got, like, Elmer glue and all that stuff and put it in the box. Went back to Walgreens. This is why you always pay with cash. Gave me, they gave me back my money. I had my fucking, I killed a baby and I got 50 bucks. You know what I mean? I feel like I was a hero, right? And I had a high thought too. I was like, whoever took that plan B, I feel bad for them for the return. <laughs> and they got pregnant. <laughs> you guys are like, what is going on with this guy? I had a taste of life, man. I don't this this is like a PG story right now, too. All right, guys. Well, we we, we got intimate a little bit. <laughs> it's got awkward, but you know what? We're here together, you know? It's all good. Oh yeah, let's get up for Mutiny Radio and Pam and all the great comics and follow your dreams. Yay! Yay! Plan B! Yay! Plan B! Plan B is great. I'm going through menopause. I never have to take Plan B again. Yay! Also, I have a copper pool sweeper in my uterus. That's an IUD, everybody. Copper pool sweeper keeps out all the dead babies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, the next two comics that are gonna you got you have an IUD? No? The only yeah, no, people think it's like no, the only STD I ever got was from my first marriage. Seriously. I I've never had an STD except my first marriage and I got sexually transmitted debt. <laughs> That's what you get when you get married, dummies. <laughs> you get sexually transmitted debt. Oh, we had fifteen thousand dollars of credit card bills. I'm so glad he told me after we'd been married for three years. <laughs> We sold our first house, and he's like, hey, by the way, uh, we just got all this money. Uh, I have $15,000 of credit card debt. 
And I was like, our entire relationship is based on such truth and honesty. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> excited about marriage. No, I'll never get married again because now I'm poor. Like, if I got married, I'd lose my food stamps. I'm not going to lose my food stamps. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right, next two comics who are going to Rosham. Jonathan Ortiz and Damian Montes. Come on up. We got cat tinfoil microwave. Here we go. Well, I'll tell you, cat tinfoil microwave. On three. So I'm going to go. Here we go. One, two, three. Cat, microwave, microwave beats cat. Damien Montes, everyone! Tinfoil is this. Tinfoil is a little thing, because the cat bats around the tinfoil, and they beat the tinfoil. You, that's the problem, and he microwaved your cat. It was, you're dead. You'll be up soon, you'll be up soon. Dead rabbits, see, it only makes sense. It's all death for you. Your next comedian, very funny man, everybody put your hands together for Damien Montes! Um, baggies? Keep it clapping for Pam, y'all. Keep clapping for Pam. While I make this awkward transition of a bag. Keep clapping. Keep clapping it up. Clap it up. You saw me think about using it and not using it. I know you guys can relate. I'm really excited to be here, guys. Like, I'm really happy you guys are here. I haven't done a set. I haven't done a real show since the beginning of covid it's on the verge of two years guys it's been two years guys that's crazy and it's almost been three years since i've been funny so that's the crazier part it's been two years since covid that's so that's so insane because i haven't done anything within these two years guys except get fat the only thing i did i took a dna test turns out i'm 100 percent that bitch. so i'm just kidding i'm just kidding I did take a DNA test, and I'm 38% homosexual, so that's cool. And I just heard you guys haven't had sex in a while, so that 38 might turn to a 40. Yes, sir! I'm really excited tonight, guys. I'm really excited. Um, oh, my name is Damien. Nice to meet you guys. My name is Damien. Uh, I like my name. It fits me. I feel like with everything changing in the world, potato toys losing their genders, things are crazy, but I think you should just have a name that fits you. That's pretty fair, right? I was talking to this girl after a show, very beautiful woman. Her name didn't fit her. I was like, what's your name, ma'am? She's like, my name is Dale. <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're, you're a 10 and your name is a two. What, what is going on here, Dale? Who's a guy? No, he's not. What's your name? I forgot your name already. Matt, Matt, your name fits you because if someone said Matt beat up Damien, you would believe it. <laughs> Matt is a manly name, okay? If I asked what your name was and you said Aaliyah, <laughs> I'm gonna call you Al for short because your name doesn't match. Do I sound upset? <laughs> I'm sorry, I get really passionate about this because I used to date a woman with a man name and I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Until um, until it was a big deal, until we got intimate. Yeah, that was a problem. Uh, because I have really thin walls and nosy neighbors, right? So we got, so we got uh, intimate, you know? And I don't want to give any details, but, um, you know, I, I'll let you guys know how it went. It was, it was like.
I'm like going in, you know, I'm really showing off for the neighbor at this point. <laughs> and then the, uh, the girl I was dating at the time, she was like, say my name. <sighs> I'm like, I don't know. She's like, say my name, please. And I was like, oh, uh, Jordan. <laughs> and I was so into it, I just kept going, Jordan, 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 Jordan. I'm showing off. You hear that, neighbor? You hear that? I'm thinking, oh, he knows I'm tearing it up. But on the other side, I know he's thinking, oh, my God, he's gay. <laughs> Only 38%. But <laughs> what the crazy part was, I knew he was nosy because once me and Jordan left my apartment, my neighbor decided to leave at the same time. Walked right by me, made a beeline to Jordan, and she was like, beautiful. I need to let you know something. You and your man are on the same team. He's dating this guy named Jordan. <laughs> and she sound, he sounds so ugly. Like, I hear them through the walls. And then Jordan goes, good looking, bro. And walks away. Love San Francisco. Love these thin walls. Any ladies here named Jordan? <laughs> of course not. Because your parents loved you. <laughs> Anybody know a woman named Dale? Tell her to call me back. I miss her so much. <laughs> it was really the best. Really the best time. Yeah, yeah. I'm married, guys. I'm actually married. Yeah, I'm married. Thank you, thank you. I've known uh, my wife for 18 years. Uh, we dated for seven, and next month is going to be our four-year anniversary of being married. Yeah, yeah. Anybody here married? Anybody in love? No? True. <laughs> I'm still in the love part. I'm still in the love part, though. But it's crazy because you tell people you're married, and you've only been together for four years. People get uncomfortable about that. They get really uncomfortable. They're like, Damien, are you sure uh, she's the one? Are you afraid of uh, the divorce? I'm like, why are we whispering? <laughs> no, I'm not afraid of a divorce. I'm very young, OK? When you're young, you have nothing. <laughs> what you got to do? Half of nothing is still nothing, OK? I'm not afraid of a divorce. No problem, don't be sorry. I'm 38%. <laughs> but I got married solely for this reason. I got married because I couldn't do the single life anymore. I couldn't. I was done. When you're single and young, you go to a lot of clubs, raves, places with drugs, you know? You don't meet a lot of smart women at these places. It's a lot of dumb bitches, really. So sorry, Pam, for saying that. Oh, my gosh. No, we're not allowed to cuss. I wasn't saying anything about Pam. Pam's awesome. No offense to dumb bitches. No offense to, hey. But I, uh, one, one time, one time, it just, I, I couldn't anymore. This woman, she came up to me, all on drugs, just super sloshed. She was just like, Damien. When I take you home tonight, what drugs do you want me to be on? <laughs> Birth control. Thank you very much.
Have a great night. Thank you. Give it to Pam. Give it up for Pam. Keep going. Birth control. That was good. That was lovely punchline. That was lovely. Damien Montez, everyone. Yay. Did you meet your wife on a dating profile? No. No? Oh, my. That's amazing. Congratulations. Oh, my God. That means you have a personality. Good work. Good, good. No, I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I'm not judging. I'm not. I mean, just because I read the Bible doesn't mean I judge you all. But I've never, I've never internet dated. I've never had a profile on anything. No Tinder, no Bumble, no Better Than Fish, no Bagels and Fish. I'm like, Bagels and Fish, locks. Yeah, I love locks. And ba- Is there a thing? Can we just, can you just buy me food? Is that what dating is? I don't know. I've never done it. I have no idea. This only there's two reasons why I get to pretend that I'm better than people. One, one I've never had an internet dating profile. Two, I've never seen the movie Titanic. I've never seen it. My heart will not go on. I don't know because I had to listen to the, because I was in the, because I was in the karaoke finals in 1997 before most of you were born, the California State karaoke karaoke finals in 1997. And four people sang, my heart will go on. And I was like, I don't need to see the movie. (laughs) (laughs) I sang Big Spender. I'm glad you asked. I sang Big Spender, and I did a chair dance, and I had like a hat and a boa. I'm not a good singer, but I can perform. So thank you very much. Uh, You're next. I did. I did the dance and the kick things, and maybe I'll do the splits later. We'll see. Uh, you're ne- it's, I, I just like to show off. Your uh, two next people that are going to Rosham for you with the cat tinfoil microwave are Jonathan Ortiz and Josh Kahn. <laughs> Yay! Here we go. Do you know? Do you know what's happening? Okay, here we go. Are you ready? One, two, three. Cat, cat. One, two, three. Cat Microwave, Microwave wins, everybody! Put your hands together for the very amazing, the very funny, it's Josh Kahn! All right, and then I'm running up the steps. Whew, I think I'm ready to be done with my set now. I'm tired. Oh, my God. Oh, what is happening, you guys? What is happening? Oh, get, get, Give yourselves a hand for being out here in the cold. And give it up for all your comics that you've already seen here. And I'm going to take this off because i got the mic on. I'm on. Give it up for yourselves, you guys. Woo, give it up for Damian Montes, everybody. Very funny man. I am 39% gay for all you guys here. Just... Just so that we know who's ahead in the numbers. Okay, my name is Josh Kahn. I just flew in here from East Oakland, and boy, are my arms tired of getting stuck with heroin needles. <laughs> too dark? Too dark for an opener? Okay. No, I've been, everybody been having a good quarantine? Y'all, y'all been doing good during quarantine? It's been real good to me. I found a great podcast. I found a podcast that's just for bald people. <laughs> no, first, no, real. It's a, it's a podcast for bald people. It's called the Joe Rogaine Experience. It's very stimulating it's to the to the follicle growth is what I hear. So I like I have these long-term bets with my friends about like is about stuff that's going to happen uh, like in the news. Like for instance, if Chuck Liddell ever uh, holds public office in California, I win ten thousand bucks off my buddy. 
Like I have these long-term bets. So the new one that I just called him and made with him today is that we're gonna see a vaccine vampire. Somebody's gonna be getting the vaccine down here and someone's gonna jump on him and try to suck their blood to get the vaccine for themselves so they can't get it quick enough. No, nobody, that's a new one. I was just down there today looking at everybody getting that vaccine. All right, so I've been out here for a second. My name is Josh Kahn. Let's just get it out of there. Let's play the game. Let's play the uh, the race roulette. What what what, 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 what the hell do you think kind of interracial train wreck had to happen for this to be? Anybody, any guesses out there? Dog and a cat. Dog and a cat. That's very close. <laughs> Feline canine, 69. That's what I'm saying. All right. No, I am a Korean and Jewish. Korean and Russian Jew is what I am. Boom, right? So I'm Korean and Jewish. It means I can mix your K-pop album on a budget. <laughs> That's what I can do. Um, no, for real, though, my mom is a Korean immigrant. She was born in Seoul, Korea. She's about this tall or something, like, you know. I'm new to comedy. I told my mom, I was like, Mom, I'm going to get into stand-up comedy. She was like, oh, no, Josh, why? <laughs> You're not funny. And you are so ugly. Comedian is supposed to be on TV or YouTube. I think you mean you want to have podcasts. Everyone have podcasts. Your father have podcasts. Your father have podcasts about leaving Asian women. Okay. Um, her accent is not even that bad. <laughs> she she's seen me do this, and I'm like, she's like, why? Why do you do that? Like, mom, so as everyone knows that you know so that we know you're Chinese. I'm Korean, or whatever, whatever, mom. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, the Russian, I'm proud to be Russian. Proud to be Russian, right? Russians do not give a F about forest fires. You guys know this? Russian people do not care about forest fires. What, mark my words, next forest fire season, you're going to see all your Russian friends. It's going to be like smoky out. Everyone's got N95s on. Your Russian friends are going to be running through the park like it's a spring day, smoking a cigarette, going like, puny Americans, why are wearing masks? Smoke is not even radioactive. Um... My girlfriend's here tonight. Give it up for my girlfriend, everybody. She's somewhere in this audience. That's right. Somebody puts up with this. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No, I love it. And they were talking about dating sites earlier, right? We didn't, well, so I we've been together for such a long time. We've been together for uh, like six beautiful years. I love my girlfriend so much. We've been together for so long that we didn't meet on like Plenty of Fish or Tinder, right? We met the way that old people meet on Craigslist. Our encounters, still super casual. <laughs> For real, no, but um, uh, you know, I love her to death, I love her to death. But uh, I did, she wants to have kids. I don't. I already have kids, I don't wanna have any more kids. She wants to have kids. I caught her poking holes in my condoms the other day, guys. <laughs> so I've just been sprinkling plan B into her oatmeal <laughs> every day. So far, so, <laughs> so far so good. No, I do have a kid. Take a second to just absorb that, that I'm responsible for another human life. It's a, this is the apocalypse, guys. We're living it right now. Like, I got a kid, uh, and people are always asking me, he's a teenager. People are like, oh, you're going to let your kid, you know, you smoke a lot of weed, Josh, obviously. Look at you. Like, are you going to let your kid smoke weed? My answer is always the same. I got, let him smoke weed. He's my dealer. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to pay full price for dabs. That's not. <laughs> no, he's 18 now. Uh, he is a dick. You think I'm a dick. My kid. But, we, you know, we bury the hatchet. We get along great. We're going to open up a vape store together because we think the big money's in vapes right now, okay? So me and my kid, we're going to open a store that only sells vapes. Here's the catch. Only sells vapes to kids, right? <laughs> store is going to be called Statutory Vape. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, now, every kid that shopped there 
It was consensual. I don't make a federal case over this thing. That's a thinker. Yeah, Peter Struckmeyer. <laughs> Give it up for Peter Struckmeyer and Will Brown from earlier, guys. 40 minutes of gay brunch, or of drag brunch. Um, that was just so, uh, it was so liberating to me. I, lo I loved it. I want to go to, I wa I've been to Madonna Inn and I want to go to the, dra the drag brunch there pretty badly. Um, uh, so you guys, I'm going to do a couple more things here. First of all, I want to do something that I don't do a lot, but comedians, my problem with being a comedian and with comedians in general is they're all talk. There's very little action involved with being a comedian. It's all talk. So tonight, I want to actually take action for a cause in our community that nobody is talking about, okay, guys? And the cause that I'm going to take action with here tonight is uh, heroin, black heroin. Okay? So tonight, rather than just making some jokes about heroin, I'm going to actually do a line of the strongest black heroin that I could find on the mic here for you tonight. What do you think? <laughs> just, I'm tired of the talk. I'm tired of people just talk, talk, talk about how I want to do something about one of the issues in our society, okay? So everybody, give me a big rousing count of three. Here we go. One. Harriet Tubman was born in March 1822 in Dorchester, Maryland. She was an American abolitionist, spy, and civil activist during the American Civil War that smuggled some 70 slaves out of the South using a network of underground slavery. Who knows the underground railroad? What, 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 what kind of black heroin did you think I meant? <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. You guys were all just, you guys were all just encouraging me to do a Category One. Come on. That's pretty bad. That's pretty messed up, you guys. I'm going to play you guys one song, and then I'll get out of here. Hold on real quickly. Yeah. 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 All righty, righty. Oh, what is this? What is this? An ancient iPod is what we have here. This is uh, the kind of iPod that you took on sea voyages. Yar. So I'm going to play a song that I wrote. Uh, I write song parodies, if you don't know what that is, when you take someone else's song. The song is in the style of the Ramones. It's about a little pre-show ritual that I and a lot of comedians participate in, but we don't always talk about it. So here's a little song about my pre-show ritual. Twenty, twenty, twenty-four minutes ago, at home I masturbated. Didn't wash my hands before I came to the show, and now the microphone's tainted. And if you're a comedian, then you already know you're playing with your dick until it's almost time to go. You gotta wipe your jism off of all your shitty jokes. No, 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 no. Fap, 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 fap. At home I masturbated. Fap, 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 fap. At home I masturbated. Eh? 20, 20, 24 seconds ago, everyone got offended. We'll tell my dick and watch some porno. Now my career is ended. And if you're in the audience, you think it's really gross. Don't want to have the picture of me not wearing all my clothes. Having me a circle jerk with all my comic bros. Oh, 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 that's gross. Fap, 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 fap. And I'm a masturbated. Fap, 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 fap. I should have lubricated. Pam, 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 pam. She wishes you donated. Fap, fap, fap. Oh my gosh. 
You know, it's he's so talented musically. I'm like, why do you do comedy? Like, you have a real talent, bro. No, I'm kidding. No, he's also a talented comic. That was me being a jerk. Ha ha ha! Josh Con, everyone, let him hear it! Yay! He was talking about masturbating. My imagination is so vivid. I masturbate to podcasts. <laughs> oh yeah. And before you ask, like, which which podcasts are those? Which ones do you think they are? Not Joe Rogan, okay? <laughs> Not, ev he doesn't need any time, right? I masturbate to my own podcasts. Because if I'm going to be a narcissist, I'm going to get it done, you know? Like, oh, I'm so talented. Ooh. All right. Sorry, it's, I, I have a lot of podcasts. <laughs> and I do, I listen to them. I'm sorry, I'm being too honest. Your next comedians, they're going to Rosham for the people. Uh, the cat, tinfoil microwave. Jonathan Ortiz and Christina Pickles. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna do the thing. The cat. We're gonna see who's up next. Here we go. On three. On three. Here we go. One, two, three. Cat, cat. Here we go. One, two, three. Microwave cat, microwave beats cat. Everybody, that's the third time you get to go up next then. You lost three times, that means that next, because that's a, you're dead cats, not dead rabbits. He is dead rabbits, he'll be up next. But you're a comedian right now, she's amazing and hilarious, and she just beat him with the microwave. Put your hands together for Christina Pickles, yay! <laughs> Excuse me. Quick clarification of the record. Uh, my name is Christy Bana. <laughs> Pickles! Is this a fucking Rugrats episode? I'm sorry. That's a deep cut for everybody. Um, okay, I'm sorry. This is, it's, it's hard. I live alone, and so this is, this is the most people I've seen in like a year and a half, and it's, it's, amazing, intimidating, and a little bit horny. <laughs> Just seeing all of this happening. Dude, also, like, early, I'm really sorry that you were raped by a 17-year-old, and I'm, but I really did like your story. <laughs> I'm sorry, all I see is this light. Um, but you're backlit amazingly, you look like Gandalf. Uh, Gandloff. Um, so something that I don't miss, uh, pandemic-wise, is is dating uh, on the apps. The last date I went on was a Bumble date, and we went to some like random wine bar. And the first thing the guy was doing was bragging about how he just got his Ancestry.com results <laughs> back, and he was like, "Ugh." I'm so diverse. I have DNA from everywhere. Like, just every single place, like, it's crazy. Like, even like a .001, like, I got DNA. That, like, name a region. Name a region. I was like, ugh. Uh. Okay, uh, Southeast Asia. He said, name another region. It's like, <laughs> it's a pretty big region to exclude, sir. I would rather you go super hard in the other direction and brag about how white you are. Just be like, my great-great-grandfather was an egg-white omelet. 
His mother was a piece of vintage lace. Her grandmother was a, just a, sh a white sheet with two eye holes. It's amazing. Those are coming back in fashion, unfortunately. Boo! Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is... Excuse me. Oh my god. It's so, so rude. Um, so, the job that I, I have is I work at a law firm, and it's kind of amazing that before the pandemic, it was not uncommon to see just all the lawyers have bar carts or bottles of booze in their office. Yeah, absolutely, and just drinking all the time. <laughs> and then they got to play this fun game called how much can we drink and work before it's malpractice. <laughs> so much fun. The answer is it depends on what you had for lunch because <laughs> you need to build a base. Don't be stupid, folks. Gotta build a base. <laughs> Pam, Pam likes that one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're gonna law firm. I've I've noticed a few things. Um, something that I learned was that did you know that women did not have the right to serve on juries in all fifty states until around nineteen seventy three. Yes, it's true. It's true. They were seen as unfit to serve on juries, and they're too emotional, which makes a ton of sense because the quintessential jury narrative in American history is called 12 Angry Men. <laughs> 12 Angry Men. Angry, they're not emotional, though. They just had somewhere better to be. 12 Angry Men show, or a film rather, from 1957. If they cast that movie with an all-female jury, it would have been called More Hysterical Women Than I Care to Count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you, you had somewhere better to be, sir, than s serve, serve on a jury. One guy's like, I had tickets to the old ball game. The other guy is like, I was gonna cheat on my wife tonight. And another guy was like, I was gonna cheat on my wife with his wife. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> and that's why we're angry, ladies and gentlemen. So I have a friend that points out that whenever I, um, get up on stage, I cling to the microphone for dear life as if I'm going to lose my balance. And that's partly alcohol, but it's mostly nerves. And he was like, you should try some crowd work. And I was like, <laughs> was my response. And that's a direct quote. So I thought, okay, I'll do it. Sir, you look gay, tell me. <laughs> Tell me, scale of one to 10. <laughs> That's the question, scale of one to 10. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. <laughs> you would say that, you're so gay. No, you know what though? That, that joke made no sense. And so I, I actually want, I, 
I'm, I'm canceling myself right now, and I disagree with everything I've just said, and I apologize. Please expect a very public Facebook notes app apology, and um, have a wonderful night. Thank you. That was killer. You killed it. Christy, yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Oh wait, here's the bucket. Let's do the thing. We can put the money in them. I can't. There's the thingy. I know, I know it's nice. I mean, I'd like to. Uh, no, I'm sorry. There was a girl who was supposed to come in in New York, Christy, and it was just, but she also has brown hair, and it was very confusing. Like, it, it's go crazy, because there aren't a lot of women in comedy, and I know that all male blonde comedians look the same, because they all have a beard, and they're all just standing there, and you're like, who are they? I know, it doesn't, it's just like a, I'm sorry. There's doppelgangers everywhere. Doppelgangers. I love that you talked about um, feminism, because I'm totally into that. And I know, it's so weird. But that's the thing, like the glass ceiling exists or whatever, and if I had a dick, like things might be different. And so I see the glass ceiling, and so every time I see it, I like to put my boobs up against it to like make some cleavage, you know? So it'll be like, uh, am I good enough yet? Come on, let me hit titsordie.com. Just threw that in for you there. Uh, next, so here we go. Uh, we don't have to Rosham because he's lost three times, which means he's a winner. All right. He runs the Dead Rabbits open mic out of his RV at the end of the universe at like Chrissy Field on Saturdays at 7 o'clock. It's super fun, but bundle up, Buttercup. It's cold. You got to bring a blankie and like a jacket and another jacket. It's cold. And lots of cigarettes. Put your hands together, everybody, for the very funny Jonathan Ortiz. Yay! Personal protection barriers. Because I care about you. San Fran, what's going on, San Francisco? Let's hear it. Wake up. God. Listen, first of all, let's thank Pam for putting this together. Right now, let's hear it for Pam, guys. Come on. And who are the real heroes? You guys are supporting live, com live comedy in the cold. Let's hear it for yourselves right now, guys. Come on. Yes. Absolutely. I love San Francisco, and it's true. The most beautiful people. I mean, like, this is the most beautiful couple. Like, you guys, I saw you guys holding hands the whole time. The most beautiful gay couple I've ever seen. It, it's cute because it's like... It's like Mumford and Sons fell in love with their Lyft driver. <laughs> so romantic, guys. Me, myself, I'm half Mexican, uh, which is why my face looks like Jim Carrey banged uh, Mark Anthony. Um, I'm also half Puerto Rican, or as San Francisco calls it, Mexican. It's a weird time, man. Um, it's true, though. It's true. San Francisco, some of those beautiful people, some of those beautiful gay people, some of the most beautiful transgender people I've ever seen. Like, for reals, they're like, I, I, I can't tell the difference, and it's beautiful. I can't tell the difference. It's like b b telling the difference between butter and margarine. I'm just like, I can't believe it's not Betty. And even in San Francisco, there's a lot of transphobia. Do you hear about this baker on Post Street hired a transgender person? 
then found out later through Facebook or some shit, um, they fired him. Fucking can him. You know, and like, it, it's like they hire him, and like the next day they're like, hey, listen, uh, Gene, uh, do you have any preferred pronouns? Like, yes, it's they, them, theirs. Oh, okay, well, you're all fired. <laughs> what is that, dude? Like our, like, uh, like Pam said, I live in an RV. Full time, not much different from your apartments. You have a landlord. I have a meter maid. <laughs> you don't want to pay rent every month? Try every hour. <laughs> in the morning, the street sweeper goes by, or as I like to call, the help. Grubhub was hiring. I needed money. I went to them. They're like, why do you want to work here? I'm like, I want to work from home, duh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm also a cancer, guys, which means I like water. It's true. Like, I've been swimming since I was a baby. My dad gave me lessons, just threw me right in. I love retelling my immigration story. <laughs> Gets me right here. He's like, I taught you to doggy paddle better than that. Like, it's kind of hard with cocaine strapped to my dad, my back, dad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but mommy's little floater didn't give up. I, I went everywhere in my RV. Uh, I just came from uh, uh, Arizona, and they give zero fucks about COVID. Zero, like the mayor's like, we gotta shut down all the gyms, but let's keep the strip clubs open. I mean, like you guys hear that shit, that's real. Fucking crazy, man. Strippers, strippers, strippers. I don't, here's the thing, I, I can't relate to strippers because it's like, how could somebody get on a stage and entertain strangers for approval? You know what I mean, like, isn't that, isn't that a little pathetic? That's a slow burn, boom, 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 boom. Sniper comedy over here. What else, guys? Any questions so far, by the way, about <laughs> any? <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking positive heckling. I love it. This <laughs> is the best, best show ever. Special. I <laughs> yes, dude. The, so much love on the street, on this corner right now. Uh, like I said, I went every. I was I was in New York when COVID hit, you guys, and uh, I lost everything. My job. I was taking showers at the gym, living in a car. That sucked. I mean. Uh, by round of applause, who here has been in New York? You've been in New York, you took the subway? Huge suicide problem with people jumping from the tracks. And I found myself like three in the morning looking at the tracks, just thinking, yeah, it would be easy to jump. It'd be easy. And these thoughts scared me, right? Uh, but I look up and they have suicide prevention signs. And this one said, not feeling yourself today? Speak with the MTA worker. <laughs> Like, all right, I haven't met a helpful one yet, but let's give this a shot. <laughs> so I go over to that big plexiglass booth. I'm just like, hey, uh, Raj? Raj? Um, I'm depressed. I got thoughts about jumping in front of the C train. He's just like, C train is delayed. Try the D train. <laughs> so if you go to New York and they tell you not to jump, they're talking about the turnstile. Thanks, guys. Bye. Uh. Thank you. Give it up for Pam. Jonathan Ortiz and tomorrow night,
Check him out in his RV. It's his house. It's at the... <laughs> you can hang out there. He always has whiskey. I love it. <laughs> like, every time I go, I'm like, yeah. Last week, last week I crowd worked with a tiny dog. <laughs> it was so good. I talked to a tiny dog. I speak cat and baby. You're all... And French. Anybody else speak other language? Cool. Never mind. Uh, we have... Okay, we're going we're gonna to Rochambeau. Everybody, Henry, come on up. Brady, come on up. Gay v. Gay, here we go. It's like... All right, you ready? Do you know? It goes cat, tinfoil, microwave. All right? Here we go. One, two, three. Cat, microwave. Everybody put, no, you want, no, you when you had the, that's right. Microwave beats cat every time. Oh, can we never put a cat in a microwave? Like, just us all promise together we're never going to do that. And if you ever have a child, any of you weirdos, you probably shouldn't, but if you do, just not even a cat, like a tiny little, like a Furby cat, not even. A, okay, here we go. Put your hands together, everybody, for Henry. Yay! The baggies are, oh, where did the baggies go? Where did the baggies go? Where do the baggies go? We write songs and you got to, you trust his baggie. Yeah! Henry! Yeah. It's like sharing a condom, right? <laughs> so this is my first time um, being on stage. So uh, I might be good, I might suck, but you know what? At the end, I'm gonna walk out as a champion. <laughs> so um, has anybody ever done this uh, 23andMe? Huh, just me? So I found out I'm 43% uh, Eastern European, so I'm basically white. <laughs> um, so when I tell my, my boyfriend that I'm 12% African, I, I turned out to be 9% Irish. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I, I also found out that I'm like, this is a big deal for me. Like, I'm 1% Ashkenazi I, um, Jewish. So I, I, like, I didn't know if I should, like, um, because I'm 1% uh, Jewish, if I should, like, read 1% of my Torah. <laughs> or if I should get a brisk. Like, maybe they could take away 1% of my foreskin. Or, or if I should just drink a, a brisk. Uh, icy brisk, like, come on, Josh, help me out. What should I do? <laughs> How should I convert? I want that 1% um, uh, dental care program that they have for um, Jewish people. So um, I was born and raised in LA, and um, when I was, what I, I can't remember how old I am. Um, <laughs> It, it was yeah. When I was 23 years old, my friend uh, called me and asked me if I wanted to get a tattoo, and I was excited. I was like, "Fuck yeah, I want to get a tattoo!" Oops. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he told me that he was gonna pick me up, and yeah, we got in the Seventeen Freeway, and I thought, "Okay, we're gonna go to Hollywood." Yes, I'm gonna get my tattoo in Hollywood. So I get excited, and then um, we get off in South Central. I was like, "Okay, we're gonna pick up someone." Um, I'm really excited about this, but he told me that we were there. So, um, we're like in this neighborhood. Um, there's like these cars on like bricks 
and I'm like, I'm like, don't tell me we're gonna get our tattoo here. And I'm like, yes. Um, we went into a garage. We went to this guy named Chewy, and um, I was a bit nervous. But after I saw that the needles were like in the sterilized bag, I was like, okay, this might be legit. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I. So I, I gave him my design, he started doing it, and I felt very proud. I went to, a, like after we were done, I went to a, a rave, and um, <laughs> uh, I was showing off my tattoo to, to my friends, and they all gave me that side look. <laughs> um, so then when I went home, I looked at it, and I'm like, oh crap, I got myself a prison tattoo. <laughs> it's like right across my chest. So fast forward, when I moved to San Francisco, um, I went I went to the bar. You know, I, they turn on the heaters on purpose so guys can take off their shirts. So I did, and people <laughs> kept coming up to me and asking me, um, "Why do I like KFC so much?" Because <laughs> uh, uh, my tattoo is um, says it's um, LFC. I'm a Liverpool fan, and so people kept confusing it for KFC. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that kind of threw me off, so I guess I'm going to finish it there. <laughs> Henry, yay! Yay! Oop, don't, don't hurt yourself. I know, that was great. That's like you almost got hit by a car, except it was just a, it was just an XLR. Not a car, not a Tesla. Anybody been hit by a Tesla? Anybody been hit by a Prius? I've been hit by a Prius. I could show you my I could show you my bruises later. They're just fading now. It was like two and a half weeks ago, but yeah, I was hit by a Prius. It's true. No, I'm a superhero. I didn't, but I didn't even take. I asked her to donate to Mutiny Radio to our Venmo. <laughs> I was like, my Venmo is at Mutiny Radio. It's a Bert and Ernie logo. It makes no sense. I have no idea what I'm doing. And I should have just asked her for money, but I didn't. But it's, oh, it's okay. I have her email, and I've kind of been trying to, like, low-key guilt her. <laughs> I'm like, if you would have hit any other person, they might be dead. I'm 46. I'd done the, I'd, I'd stretched that morning. I'd done the splits. It's fine. No, I mean, I used to skateboard.